All right, good morning, good morning, good morning. Come on in the room, good morning. If you already hear this, you already know who it is. It is Jen on the mic for another edition, if you will, a special Saturday edition of the Just Jazz Podcast. Jacob Apple, Sam Joyful, Ashford Simpson. If you're not sure how to spell that acronym, listen, I was hopping on here this morning. I didn't get on yesterday because I had an extra day off. Wanted to spend it with the kiddos and mom and the fam, and so that's what I did. We overall had a great day. Um, we got some yummy food from the Waffle. Shout out to the Waffle Houses in Gulfport. It's you know I don't I don't understand and I don't know, but it's just it's something about their food. It's just grubby and greasy and delicious, and I love it. So definitely it was a cheat day yesterday. But you know what? With everything that's occurred this week, I figured you know what? Treat yourself a little bit. So that's what we did. And it was fabulous. Anyway, um, again, season ten, uh, no season. Three episode ten of the Just Jazz podcast. Um, I definitely will let you know later in the episode what platforms that you could check me out on. Okay, so a couple quick things. Uh, Semi quick. Oh, we'll just see as we go. Anyway, two big things happened. I um I completed my current role um, at the hospital in one of the clinics, and I move on to my new position Monday. I am spitfire rabbit hole excited. Do you hear me? I am so excited. I'm sorry. Part of me, as I say it, it is well-deserved. It is hard-earned because the hospital does not just let you transfer easy. You got to earn that thing, okay? I'm not on a buddy system, on a good old nothing system, but hard work and dedication. Okay, that's it. Um, The next thing, I went to my first Chamber of Commerce event um, in our local area, and it was really you know, I really just kind of surveyed the scene. It was my first time there. Everyone was so welcoming. Everyone was so kind. And it was very um, behooving of myself to see so many people that are, you know, fairly like me. We were um, walking around and just smoozing and talking to people. Um, they had one side for like food, you know, like little small plate or tapas or small appetizers. And then they had the other side where you can get, you know, a hard salsa, beer, glass of wine, soda, juice, whatever. Um, I didn't get anything to drink, but the shrimp and grits, let me tell you something. If you haven't been to a catering event with, um, Liz and Nami's, very delicious. Um, I just had to plug them right quick. Also, um, going into that, I'm very excited. I'm very thoughtful. It kind of goes to the same definitive moment that I had yesterday when I was stating that I am full of thought. Um, of course, you want to be thoughtful um, in the line of sensitive, kind, considerate, patient, compassionate, um, you know, thinking of others and, you know, word, action, deed. Uh, however, comma, I'm meaning, again, full of thoughts. Um and also to everybody that congratulated me because, you know, it takes two seconds. But it really does change, you know, someone else's day when you take a second to congratulate them on something that has happened for them to around and connected to them. So thank you guys for congratulating me on my new position. It starts Monday and I'm super excited. Um, so thanks. Um, along with that, then on the flip side of that, you know, here's the thing. Um, with congratulations you know you get the half-hearted stuff you understand what I'm saying or you get someone that kind of just blanks out as you're talking about something that's really exciting to you or you know just totally ignore it and to those individuals I say thank you as well um and here's the thing about life you know there's so many different areas and shades of gray but here's the deal with me there's 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 not that many areas like that 
You either do or you don't. You show up or you don't. You love or don't. You act or don't. You are kind or you're not. You don't get to pick and choose those days. And when you do that, when you take that time to pick and choose those days, you're being very inconsiderate. You're being very cold. You're being very harsh. In God's eyes, emotionally and spiritually, you're being a bastard to the person that you're connected to. And that's any connection, any kind of bond, any kind of relationship, not just, um, you know, a courtship or dating type of relationship, but friend, family, foe, near and dear in front of you between loved ones. When you don't show that level of support that is due to an individual in a certain situation, you kind of crap, if you will, on the blessing that God has given them. And sometimes you automatically set them up to go through unnecessary changes, trials and tests, not connected to the thing that God has blessed them with, but because it's connected to something that God has blessed them with. So segueing from that point to say this, there's a scripture that people say and sometimes they get it mixed up if you're a believer great if not you can google and see what i'm saying for yourself and i'm going to paraphrase while i'm on here part of my voice um people say the root of money is all evil no god generally blesses everything that's meant to make us sustain in moderation however comma what i'm referring to is the one that says for the love when the love of money that you have and hold turns into more about that than your love for people, that's a problem. For the love of money is the root of all evil. How is that? Well, as I'm saying, I don't know if you've ever known or been around someone that's very stuck on stuff. There's three S's going on. You're stuck on self, you're stuck on stuff, you're stuck on stupid. Um, because most people don't love you for what you can get for them. And if they do love you for that, they don't love you. They love the handouts. They love the stuff. I, you know, I often tell this story. Um, and it just tickles me every time. Because that's just the quintessential essence of who I am as a person. It's always been quality over quantity. It's always been, you know, substance over stuff. Meaning mom went to the casino back in the day, like back when they had kids uh, quests and, you know, you could drop your kids off and they'll watch them while they go to the casino and play pennies or the tables or whatever. And so I was having a ball and kids quest doing my thing, having a snack, you know, And so mom had actually done pretty well that day. And so she said, I had to be about eight or nine years old. And so she's like, okay, well, I have to go to Walmart to get some things. And I was like, okay. And so I always wrote whatever way she went. So we're in the car, hanging out, get to Walmart. She's like, now you can get any, at the time I didn't know how much, no, she did tell me how much it was. And it wasn't a huge, I mean, it was, you know, it was good. It was a good amount. But me being so young, I was like, oh, my God, we're rich. This is amazing. So she said, you can get whatever you want. And so I said, OK. Um, and so, you know, we're going through the store. And she's like, well, Jen, what about this? I'm like, oh, no. Um, and she's like, well, look at these. I'm like, oh, that's nice. No, thanks. And so we're still going on, going on, going on. Oh, this is so funny. So we get to the counter and um, or we're heading that way and I see something and I you thought that I would have saw my other, you know, my other, you know, husband and other like the Dinja Washington or somebody because I see this one item on the shelf and I was like, oh, my God, mom, can I get this, please? And she's looking at me like, uh, yeah, sure. Like literally put it in the basket. 
So we get to the counter and we're putting everything on the cart, the conveyor belt. And so I put this item up here and I asked the lady if I could hold it um, once she scanned it. And let me tell you what it was. And y'all are going to get so tickled. It was a family jumbo size bottle of Mr. Bubble. Let me pause for station identification right quick. If you were born anywhere between early, like late 70s and early, maybe late 80s, you understand the excitement of the Mr. Bubble because around my way, you know, it, I mean, that did not, you didn't just always have that. You know what I'm saying? Like you had, you know, I mean, honestly, and if you stayed at your grandparents' house, and you know what I'm talking about, you had, you know, laundry detergent, you know, you had Dawn or some other kind of dish soap for your bubble baths. And you were happy with it because it was bubbles, okay? But I had gotten the, uh, I was, listen, I was a, I was uptown that day, honey. I had the official container of the Mr. Bubble. You could not tell me anything, okay? <laughs> so going back to say that, you know, I've never been about stuff. You know, people get it twisted. Let's not get life in each other in this time that we're giving around each other in space and opportunity to love on one another. Get it twisted. You could be a millionaire and you could have $2 in the bank. Here's my thing. I've never been about that. I will never be about that. My thing is this. It is how you treat me. It is how you speak to me. It is how you elude, you emote. That's most important. And people in this nation, people in this area, people sometimes in general get the game twisted. It's not about what you can buy somebody. It's about what you can do to bring joy to their life and peace and love and harmony. It's not about something that you can prove with a receipt. It's what you can do to show reference and respect and that hey I am thankful for God for bringing you into my life or that we're able to be connected one to another in this human race that we walk every day that's what it's about because I tell people all the time honey whatever receipt you got for me you can go ahead and cash it and take all that stuff back because that is honestly not why I deal with people because if something that if love could be bought then Jesus wouldn't have to get crucified and died on Calvary although he rose three days later thank the Lord but that's not why we do it that's not why we're in each other's lives that's not why we're connected one to another that's not why we're interactive that's not why we you know we know one another as I said before family foe friend near and dear few and far between loved ones to one another that's not how we're created and that's not what we're created to be so honestly if you can put your value on someone and their connection to you based off a receipt your love and your feelings for them was never genuine to begin with because honestly that's not what it's about you couldn't pay me for the love that I show and anybody who knows me knows that you can't pay me you can't buy me off you can't pay me for the sacrifice that I give and most of it is under under the unction of the Holy Ghost and what God tells me to do because I understand what it's like to struggle more times than most I understand what it's like to have to go and scrape and get it and name it and claim it through hard work dedication perseverance and push through so ain't no easy road over here never neither has it ever been except for when I was being raised because I was a child at that time so it's like you know people got to get the motors and the out uh you know the motors operandum the mo straight Let's say, and also as a reminder, if you're with somebody based off that, what they can do for you, if you're around someone connected to family, friend, few and far between, near and dear, loved one, however you want to call it, and it just seems like that's a one-sided thing, or it just seems like that's something that you couldn't pay me for the way I love on you. That's what I'm talking about. You know, let's just make it plain right now. 
that's what I'm talking about. You can't pay somebody for them actually loving you for real, for real. And I'm talking about down and up and through there. I'm talking about when you nice and when you ain't. I'm talking about, you understand what I'm saying? Like, I don't understand how people get it twisted. It's like, because I, I'm just one of those type of people. I will burn everything you give me before I allow that to be something that is, you know, reciprocity, you know, connected to any kind of value of me. Because my value does not come from something that's on a money receipt. My value and my emotion and the time that is spent and what I do for you and those that are connected to around you, that doesn't come. That's not refundable. That's not a receipt. That's not a transaction. That's not an exchange. That's not something that you can put on layaway. That's a God given love. That's something that he died for me with because I know how to show other people that kind of consideration because I understand what poverty looks like, smells like, tastes like. And I'm trying to get out of that so I don't ever have to see that. So my children won't have to know what that is outside of a loving household. If you got people around you that have that mentality that is always based off something that's purchased, something that's bought, something that's easily returnable, something that can be returned or exchanged, their motives ain't right. And if their motives ain't right, their heart ain't right. And if their heart's right and they feel that way that they feel about you, that they say they do, their priorities are jacked. That's not why we're here. That's not why Jesus died almost 3,000 years ago on Calvary. That's not why we make the ultimate sacrifices that we do in most times. And I'm speaking to the mothers right quick. Because sometimes, you know, fathers get the glory as the head. But we're the neck. We're the ones that have to go to the store after being at work just as long as you have to be. We're the ones that do everything that's needed to do to keep the house running. Most times while not taking care of ourselves. And making you feel like a man that you don't get from society when you walk through that door when you happen to get on your phone on break that's love love is staying up all night and praying when you know the love of your life is dealing with the loss that's love love is going to the hospital not knowing what's going on because you know either one of you have become sick that's love love is not something that you could say and put a value on through a receipt love is not something that you can beg borrow steal or barter against That's real. It's sacrifice. It's hard. It's tenacious. It's annoying. It's stupid. It's ignorant. And sometimes during the case of how it's supposed to be described, love is not something that's materialistic, something you can put on your back as a blouse, something you can wear on your bottoms as a pair of pants. Love is something that you can't do without. Real love, real life changing love is the kind that makes you look at that person as they're asleep and wonder how was God able to bless you with this individual at this particular time in your life. And that you pray that nothing but God's goodness, blessings, favor and continued confidence and security cover that individual despite what might be shown reciprocity wise. That's love. So don't come for me in this inbox. Don't come for me on the tip of, you know, it's, it's nothing wrong with having good things. Da, 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 da. I'm not saying that because I push forward and I press play for that every day. For me and my household, that's love. But what I'm saying is people got it twisted. Because the, the, the root of the money, the root of all evil is not money. The root of all evil is not having money. The root of all evil is not the presence of money. The root of all evil is the love of money. Because that denotes pride. That begets arrogance and braggadociousness and you know and bestiality that's not what that's about money is meant to achieve a level of security 
financially so you can continue to maintain your life it's not to be worshipped and when you sit there and you make it a point to name and claim and claim a stake across somebody else's head with what you've purchased as a way to say that that's how much you care about someone or whatever you know you can let no let me tell you something you can love the avenue that helps you get money as in your job because you're supposed to enjoy what you do. But when you equate that to the point that you feel like that that's just a huge sacrifice because you purchased something for somebody and that denotes you really standing through there for them, that's nothing. Anybody can go out and purchase something. There's no love in a dollar amount. It's a dollar. It's made from old parched paper. I've just always been annoyed by people with that mindset. I know people that are daughters and sons to judges and, you know, and board presidents that don't act like some of the busted, broken, disgusted people that I know because they're able to buy a few things that then that that allows you to treat somebody else like they're working your corner for you. The class and grace comes with how you treat people when you don't have anything. And when you have everything, you don't hold that over their head and you, you know, make that a value on how much you love them or how much you sacrifice. That's no sacrifice in buying stuff. Anybody can purchase something. It's just like how back in the day, sometimes women, ladies, you know, you get that blouse because you want to go to the club and turn some heads, you know, back in the day when you really used to get dressed up to go to the club, like back in the 70s and 80s and stuff. And then sometimes, you know, if you didn't funk it up to be danged, you know, you keep the seat to keep the tag on it and take it back with the receipt so you can get your money back. That's how easy love can disappear. If everything that you value based off how your love is, is off of a purchase, something that you bought, like how selfish and condescending and narcissistic and materialistic and no substance are you? That's disgusting. And it's ignorant and it's a horrible societal perspective that has played too many times in society and it's on your movies and it's on your television screen that the one that has the dollar runs the roost. That's not fair. That's not the that's not the true meaning of sacrifice. The true meaning of sacrifice is paying all the bills yourself and then wondering how you're going to get groceries and then eating pancakes for two days. That's love. But you just, you ate something. So you had pancakes regular one day. You had pancakes with lunch meat and grilled cheese one day. And then the next day you had pancakes with eggs. Now, again, if you know me, I don't eat eggs. So I just had the pancakes. Just so you could say that you had something to eat. That's love. Love is love, is love period. Like, And then love is what love does. I don't need you telling me nothing if what you're saying is horse. Okay, finish the rest. Like, love is nothing that you could buy me. No, you, you can't buy the way I love on people. You can't, you can't afford it. Like, when you are surrounded and you know you got something that's real love, you couldn't pay nobody for the way they love on you. Like, when it's real, like, when it's really real. I, I just, I, you know, I just had to get on here right quick and say that because I, I, I just don't understand it and I don't want to. I don't ever want to get to the place where I equate somebody's emotional connection to me and how they truly feel for me to a dollar amount to an item that's purchased. And if you don't see a problem with that, something is definitely wrong with you and you need to go get exorcised ASAP.
It's disgusting. And it's just a piss poor. Yeah, I said piss. Whatever. Today, I, I'm, I'm not for it. I'm not for the fuck. I'm not for the foolishness. If you come at me, you come at me real. And you come from a place of love and consideration and compassion and sensitivity, sensibility and encouragement. And that's that. And that is it. But I don't understand people with this mentality that, you know, for the love of money, you get to just do whatever you want to and treat anybody any kind of way because you feel like that because you purchased some items because you have a few dollars in the bank. You got a little coin. Okay. No, love, love, money. What is it? That's why, you know, you hear that song, money, power, respect is what you need in life. Okay, what kind of life? A street life? Sure. But that doesn't work in real life, real time relationships. I used to jam that song. I used to have that CD single in my car, money, power, respect, what you need in life. You'll see in life, it's the key to life. I, excuse me, I beg to differ with you, darling. What you need in life is love, respect, and encouragement. What you need in life is respect, thoughtfulness, and sensitivity. What you need in life is inspiration, motivation, and um, you know, and things of that nature. Perseverance and a little perspiration, a little elbow grease when you do that thing. That's what you need in life. That's the key to life. So, you know, I just had to remix that real quick. Yeah, no, money, power, respect, that all sounds good, but it comes with a cost. What cost are you willing to pay on the things that you purchase to equate that crap with love? I'm going to say it again. What what kind of things are you willing to, what price are you willing to pay for the things that you equate as love through items that you purchase? Things you were able to buy off. Things that you could prove with a receipt. I'm going to say it one more time for the people in the back and the folks that don't act like they know that and the ignorant folks that deal with people that act like this. What price tag are you willing to pay on your head, on your kid's head, on your grandchild's head, on your parents' head for the cost of love and money so much that you put that as a price of love on someone else's head? For the people that act like this, I'll go ahead and say it. For everybody else who can't and for the other people that act like that and act, act like they don't know. And when you tell them they act like they don't know what you're talking about until you pop them in their mouth one good time or burn the possessions that they gave you to the ground. So before all that happens, let me go ahead and say this. Is it worth it? For what's going to happen to your kids next week because you're highly selfish and motivated by a vain love of money that's going to burn just like your drawers if you happen to put them in the dryer too long is it worth it but a sickness that could befall a grandchild because you're being so selfish and god will visit the iniquities of the fathers and the parents of the third and fourth generations of those who hate me meaning reigning the love of money above the necessary things daily is it worth it was it worth it to break that person's heart because of your love of money is so fierce that it's more for the love than you feel for that person inside your heart is it worth it you can't buy people's real love and you know ingenuity for you. You can't afford it. Period. So with that being said, thanks for coming to my TED Talk, also known as the Just Jazz Podcast. Jacob Apple Sam, Joyful Ashford Simpson. If you're not sure of the acronym, listen. It's been the tenth episode again of the third season of the podcast. Listen, various platforms you can check you check your girl out anchor.fm forward slash jennifer with two n's and two f's hyphen smith you can also go through the spotify because it's powered that way um apple and google podcasts and you can also go to the just jazz podcast.squarespace.com let's get it right keep it tight and keep it moving that's the only way to do it with real love not something that has a receipt because that can be returned real love never dies let's go it's saturday have a good day today take care of yourselves and one another. Be good. I'll holler at you next time. It's Jim the Mike, and I'm out. <laughs>